When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. Now we will be doing Seven Goblins Part 2, and that's in Trollneck in Eastern Tysa. Getting there right now. Adventures. Trollneck is a particularly dense section of forest at the very southern end of Thetwood. As its name suggests, this part of the ancient wood has long been associated with trolls, as well as other equally undesirable be beings. Adventures for this location. Seven Goblins, Part 2. The Tamer of Wolves. A legendary slayer of, of ogres, trolls and humans. The desolate outskirts of Trollhnet who serve as the backdrop for a perilous encounter with this deadly master of the wild. Start the adventure. There we are. It is on the southern outskirts of the region of Thetwood, known as Trollnet. You come upon the scene of a savage slaughter that continues to haunt your dreams. As you pass out of a partic particularly tangled thicket, later to at last find yourself within sight of the southern edge of the wretched forest, your eyes are suddenly drawn to a large object that appears to be stu stuck into the trunk of a tree, some thirty yards ahead. You quickly head off in the direction of the tree, and as you draw closer to the ancient oak, you are filled with revulsion at what, at what it is that has been nailed up with a sharp spike of iron. It is the bloodied head of a forest troll. You closely examine the grim find and discover that it was severed by the mighty blow of an extremely sharp blade. Your pulse begins to waste as you spot the troll's headless corpse lying no more than ten yards away, partially concealed by the pile of brush it has apparently toppled into. It is not the corpse of the slain troll that set your pulse waiting, however, it is what lies just beyond it. Only a few yards from the bloodied remains of the troll, whose head now adorns the oak, are the headless bodies of six more trolls. You're about to move over and examine the troll carcasses when a sudden rustle of, of the brush to your left makes your hair stand on end. You spin in the direction of the ominous sound just in time to catch sight of a long dark object streaking through the air towards you. You have but a split, split second to ask. To act, I can use fortification, shadow magic or telekinesis at 60 plus. Telekinesis... It is, because that's the one I have at 60 plus. 60 XP to telekinesis. You call upon your power of telekinesis and hastily focus its energy on the large, dark object streaking towards you. A strong blast of telekinetic energy pushes the object a stone-tipped spear. Of course, sending it sailing into the forest on your right. It's going to Moving out of the tangled undergrowth, less than ten yards from where you stand, 
is one of the most savage and monstrous sights you have ever had the displeasure of viewing. A tall, thin-framed, one-eyed mountain goblin. His leathery face, a maze of diseased skin and long scars, steps into the open, snarling viciously. A thick blanket of leaves covers the goblin's soft leather armour. From his belt, their haunts protruding through the foliage that conceal his waist, are two long knives. The goblin grumbles and barks at you in the glottal tongue of his kin. He suddenly falls silent when he next speaks. A short but chilling phrase escapes from his lips. You are hunted. The foul, the foul creature's festering lips draw back into a wicked grin, revealing a mouthful of rotting yellow fangs. The cruel goblin hunter reaches around his back and produces the severed head of a troll. He casts the head into the ground at your feet, a move that instinctively removes your gaze from him for a split second. It is all the time the fearless huntsman needs. The goblin bounds forward and leaps at you, sailing through the air with both of his long knives, poised to slice into your flesh. I can use telekinesis, unarmed combat. Let me just check. No, no, I, I couldn't reset and level up. Shadow magic or fortification. All at 60 plus. I have telekinesis, so I'll use that. 16 XP telekinesis. You channel your power of telekinesis and focus it on, on your leaping foe. A powerful wave of telekinetic energy slams into the goblin, sending him crashing to the forest floor. You are about to move, the goblin, hoping to put him on the defensive, when, in a sudden and amazing display of animal-like agility, the hideous creature leaps backwards, flipping head over heels and landing nearly ten yards from where he stood only a moment ago. Before you can react to this startling development, the goblin draws a long wooden tube and begins to bring the strange instrument to its festering lips. Your, your blood runs cold as you immediately recognise the wooden object to be a blowgun. Your mind races so you realise that any projectile, any, any projectile that is about to exp explode from the tip of the deadly weapon is likely to be coated in poison. I can attempt to stop him from launching the dart, or attempt to avoid the dart once it's fired. I'm going to try and stop him launching the dart. You only have a split second to decide upon your next course of action, as you attempt to prevent the goblin from firing the blowgun. Okay, so once again, there's options. There's te all the options are 60 plus. It's telekinesis, destruction. Shadow magic, unarmed combat, or archery. Telekinesis is once again the only one I have, so I'll use that. You want to see what then happens then? You'll just have to play the game yourself. 16 XP to telekinesis. You call upon your power of telekinesis. A powerful blast of telekinetic energy surges forth and strikes the blowgun only a second before it reaches the goblin's watting lips. The deadly weapon is torn from its wielder's grasp and lands in the midst of a tangled undergrowth, 
well out of reach. The goblin hunter shrieks in alarm. Before he can react to his turn again, your enemy again springs backwards nearly ten yards, displaying amazing animal-like agility. Standing nearly twenty yards from you, the goblin hunter tilts his head to the sky, stretches wide his fang-filled mouth, and emits a piercing, shrill call, reminiscent of a wolf's howl, and it follows with shudder, passes down your spine, as in a pat answer is called, six massive black wolves emerge from the brush and move up to either side of the savage goblin. The enemy lowers his head and grins wickedly. He growls something, and immediately three of the wolves bound forward and leap at you. The savage wild canines snarl viciously as they tear at you with tooth and claw. I fight three massive wolves. These aren't just regular wolves. These are bigger than usual, which makes them deadlier. Three massive wolves tear at you with their cruel fangs, but they are slain nevertheless. 37 XP. Leap over the bloody carcass of the wolves at your feet and assume a defensive stance as two more of the fearsome beasts bound forward and attack. Two massive wolves begin the combat. They tear at me with their cruel fangs. Yes, they are slain. Another 37 XP. The largest and last of the six black wolves lowers his head and moves swiftly in your direction, snarling viciously as it draws to within melee range. You should have won. You should have run away, you big, big wolf person. Thing, wolf. You catch sight of the wolf's eyes it closes in, and you're immediately struck by the intelligence and malice the dark orbs seem to exclude. Begin combat with the massive Alpha Wolf. Yes, yes, Alpha. Even though, even though I think later research shows that the whole idea of Alpha Wolves is not really a thing. Because it turns out that. Dolomans displays, they're kind of all over the Dolomans suspicion displays. If you watch them, they're kind of all over the place. There's no one person that everyone else is always submissive to. It's just the usual thing that happens is wolves are submissive to their parents. Because they, they know. Feed your loyalty and all that. Also, your dad can always kick your ass. So anyway, so, yes. But nevertheless, this is a different world. Perhaps alpha wolves actually exist there. Or maybe this cave, this, this goblin fed up one particular wolf to make it bigger, tougher, and stronger, and scarier. Yeah, so maybe that. Yes, anyway, aggressive. I... The massive alpha wolf tear, savagely tears at you with its deadly fangs. And it tears again. And it tears once more. Oh, it did the savage chief of, the, of my enemy tear into my flesh. Not my flesh. My delicious meats. I need them. Uh, one more fight and it is slain. 37 experience. Ooh, 
So that wolf had as much experience as three wolves! What a tough wolf, apparently. Your defeat of the six wolves seems to have greatly angered the goblin hunter. The foul creature again tilts his head to the sky and emits a savage cry that is once again when the bull's howl. With unnerving speed, the goblin suddenly bounds in your direction, nimb- springing nimbly into the air after only three steps. As the wicked hunter sails towards you, a horrifying transformation comes over him. What lands on the ground before you? Snarling viciously is a horrid and hideously defigured half-goblin, half-wolf figure creature. Ooh, that's interesting. I mean, usually when it's half-something, the other half is, is the human due to the human bard. Because we all know what the human bard's like. Always going around creating half-breeds. Typical human bard. But this time... There's a goblin bard? <laughs> I assume there's a bard, because only bards can produce half-breeds. Because, you know... Bards. It's just so hot. Unknown to you, even now, the creature you face... Is one one that has long terrorised the wilds all over the North Brooklands in Wassel, where his century-long campaign of terror has given rise to an entire volume of tales. He is known as Dreadfoot the Hunter. It's now your chance to put an end to this age-old menace, or merely become the latest victim in his savage pursuit of the hunt. I fight Dreadfoot the Hunter. Although I don't know it, I'd assume it's a crazy weird goblin. Begin combat. Continue. Dreadfoot snarls viciously as he tears at you with fang and claw. And he does it again. The enemy's claws tear into my flesh. Claws. Oh my. Yes. And keep fighting. And he is finally, finally slain. 69 XP. With a pitiful whimper, the legendary slayer known as Dreadfoot slumps to the ground at your feet and expires. The terror of four kingdoms is no more. You stare down at the bloody corpse lying before you and watch as its features slowly transform back into those of the goblin hunter. A quick search of the enemy's remains turns up nothing of any value. It's certain that this merciless killer of man and beast lives by cruel and simple means, carrying only those instruments necessary to ply its trade of death. Your eyes fall upon the goblin whisk. Your heart nearly skips a beat there on the creature's right hand, next to a long, jagged scar. is a cruel tattoo in the likeness of a tall, thin, red flame. In a blink of an eye, the marking has vanished from the flesh of your slain foe. You immediately cast your gaze upon your white wrist, discover, much to your great dismay, that it now rests right next to the identical tattoo, already adorning your white wrist. Still shaken by the encounter, and positively unnerved by the appearance of a second identical mark on yet another goblin corpse, you have no desire to linger in the perilous tangle of troll neck. As you make your way out of the forest, a 
chorus of eerie howls rises out of the trees to the north, serving to hasten your steps and renew your desire to put as much distance as possible between you and the forest before nightfall. 1,024 experience to general. That is this quest done. Now I'm going to travel to Warfoot. That's the nearest... That's the nearest town. I'm going to west. And I'm going to save. And that is this done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.